That's what I like about you, Nolan. You never lick. You bite straight to the chocolatey center of the Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Remember that old commercial with the owl? Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies with Cash and Hightower. Hello everyone, this is Cash. This is Hightower. Cash, how you doing? I'm doing great. I. Uh, it's good to see you. I, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a long time here. Um, now I took my took my set off. You know, I got out of the Oasis, so I'm ready mm. to I'm ready to talk to you man to man. What was your favorite world in the Oasis? Doom, obviously. <laughs> Fair enough. I was a big Minecraft guy. Not really. Minecraft's lame. They, they have to have like, I'm, I'm jumping right in, but I just I, I thought about this watching it this time. They had to have like a Mario three world. Like oh dude, yeah. I, I would love to be actual Mario in there playing the how game. That, how cool would that be? That'd be the almost one of the greatest things in the world. It'd be so cool. Or like the Battletoads levels. Oh yeah. Saw some Battletoads. I did too. So, if case you haven't read the description of this episode on Spotify, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you have if you're listening, uh, we're going to talk Ready Player One today. We're sticking with our theme, 80s movies not made in the 80s. Yes. And this one, I think, fits right in. I think so. It's definitely got an 80s vibe to it, for sure. And it's one of the top directors from the 80s and That's 90s. That's right. Sir Stevie Spielberg in he's, the house. He's there. That's right, man. So, um, real quick, before we get into the film. Yes, sir. Do you have any housekeeping? Um, well, you've been very good about this recently, so I do want to almost say one oh, thing. Oh, yes, do it. Social media, Instagram, Movies with Cash and Hightower, I believe. That's right. Facebook, are we just, are we still Movies with movies Cash, with Cash and, and Hightower? Yep. Gmail, uh, we are Cash and Hightower at gmail.com. That is correct. Um, I tried to put the website up again, and I immediately just it kicks me out every time I try and do it. Okay. And I've submitted. I just it's very upsetting. Screw that website. Then. Um, oh no, we're gonna get it because you've did a lot of work. That thing is that thing is beautiful. I haven't touched it since. I don't worry. I've, I've got I've got some plans. Um, yeah. And this is also still a five star. Yeah, baby, that's right. We're still five stars. We're still we're still a perfect podcast. Picked up another vote too. So. Ooh, yeah, baby. Um, anyway, as far as housekeeping, I'm sorry. Now, now I'll get to the actual housekeeping. Housekeeping! Please do. I uh, didn't realize this until last year, but I'm somebody that treats September as Halloween Eve. <laughs> right. So I have been full bore into the Halloween season, scary movies, horror movies. So I've watched... Uh, I recently watched a movie that we may talk about next. Ooh, okay. um, I watched the Crystal Lake documentary, documentary. thing it's a great one great documentary i think i watched that last last uh halloween um i watched a movie so i've been trying to branch out a little bit because i just i don't know much about horror movies but i love the stories behind yeah like the making of more um, than probably the movies there's some legendary tales but I, have you ever heard of the phantasm series yes i have i watched the first one i'd never seen it before what'd you think it's weird but it's like I don't know. There's something about it. I definitely I dug it, but it was not. It was not what I expected. Let's put it that way. There's some movies out there that like I need to see. Like, have you seen The Howling? I think it's The Howling. I have not seen The Howling. I think if that's the movie I'm thinking of, it's supposed to be like 
the scariest movie. It's like a little older though. It's like eighties. Is that um, early eighties maybe? It's got a uh, Patton in it. George C. Scott. Oh, is that so maybe I'm thinking on the wrong wrong movie. There was one I saw, but I need to check that out because I like. Once I figure out the name of it. Last Halloween, I, I was like, I bit the bullet. I did the Shutter subscription. Oh, yeah. So they got some series on there, and they had like the scariest, 101 scariest moments. And one of them was a movie like where his wife and son died, and he moves into a house. Yeah, I think that's probably it. The Changeling. Oh, you're that's right. That's what it is. It's The Changeling. I think, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. But <clears throat> anyway, like I've been, and that, those are just a few that I've watched. Like I like I said, for some reason or another, it just when. September gets, I'm like, mm, I'm ready for Halloween. So it sounds like you're kind of like in a Green Day kind of mood. <laughs> I guess maybe. Wake me up when, when September, September ends. That's... Oh, I'll be here all week. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, make sure to tip your waitresses. <laughs> Try the veal. Uh, but that's really most of the housekeeping. I, I, I managed with this movie, I've managed to pull it back. Okay. Get my 80s vibe. So. That's right. Put your horror movies on hold. I will. And jump in to some 80s That's movies. right. Might as well jump. Jump! Great intro to Ready yes. Player One. We estimate we can sell up to 80% of an individual's visual field before inducing seizures. But I have probably, before we talk about history of the film, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we actually spitballed on this a little bit, mm-hmm. um... I have a, a very serious question for you, and it's one that I contemplated very heavily. Okay. In the Oasis, you can pick your avatar. So true. Who's your avatar? Uh, I think I would have it look like me, like for the most you part. You would do okay. I think so. I mean, uh, I wouldn't have like blue skin or whatever. No, that's the, dumb. Yeah, the both of them are dumb. Parcival's guy <laughs> looks like sickly. It does. And I, I think I'd have it look like me, make maybe like different hairstyle i mean like something crazy but mm-hmm. i feel like i would still have it look like me somewhat i don't know like are you thinking like a you'd have it based off of a celebrity oh or yeah like, well celebrity like or a, movie character like a kurt russell avatar rolling around I, jack burton i'm jack burton yeah that's, like, a, that's a good call actually i'm jack burton snake pliskin's another option oh yeah you're right um mario i would i wouldn't mind but i probably i'm more of a luigi guy mario would be cool I, love, I do love me Luigi, and also I'm a big Donkey Kong guy. Anytime cool. Mario Party or Mario Kart, I'm always Donkey Kong. I wouldn't mind being like Axel Foley, running around mm-hmm. Axel Foley. That'd be cool. Yeah. But anyway, I was Good just question. Like, Good question. I was like, man, I thought about this. Like, do you go with yourself and just change like a couple like crazy outfits or hair yeah. or something goofy? Because or... there's so many. You Great can't, question. You cannot catch all of the references and people that oh, are like impossible unless you pause it, which yep. I'm not going to yeah. do. That. I refuse to do that, but I know people. A lot of people have. But I'm like, man, what would what would I do? What would you do if your what son was at would home? Would you do crying on the floor of the bedroom because he's hungry? <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh, what song is that? What would you do by uh, City oh, High? City High. <clears> oh <throat> my right. goodness. What a throwback. I haven't thought about that song in forever. You're welcome. What would you do? <laughs> That's a hot jam. Bonded, bonded over a guy uh, freshman year of college about that. And somebody said, hey, what would you do? I was like, what, if your son was at home? Crying on the floor? Crying on the floor in the bedroom. And he goes, he's hungry. oh, yeah, because he's hungry. <laughs> and the only thing, gosh, man, I haven't thought about that song ever. Hey. I never would have ever again. I'll be here all week. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. History of the film. History of the film. I read the book, Ready Player One. Pretty sure right after my oldest son was born, I was like, uh, you know, it's t- 
tough after your kids are born and you know you just you're, you're barely hanging on mentally and like i got this book because it sounded amazing and i just read it in like probably like two days like i just burned through it it was so amazing and uh it's so, like for a long time they had the rumors just really gonna get made into a film and you know the author of the book ernest klein was involved was you know was you know i don't know if he was like an actual writer of the script but he was involved, um, you know, in Spielberg and, you know, all these good things. And I was like, no chance this is going to be even close to the book. The book is, the book is different. It's like everything's fairly similar, but they do go a lot of different ways. And there's a lot, a lot of different references too. It's kind of interesting, but yeah, lo absolutely love the book. Uh, saw the movie like three times in theaters. Uh, so that might tip my hand a little bit. But, yeah, so that's, uh, that's where I'm coming from. Nice. I actually, so, I was on the fence about seeing it because I was like, this seems like an interesting premise, but I didn't know a ton about it. And then, like, once I talked to you and you had read it, and I think you had maybe even seen it once before we went. I might have. I feel like it was either the second or third time, maybe, whenever you went with, I went with you. But saw it in theater, saw it in 3D because this right. is a 3D movie. That's right. And uh, again, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I'll, I'll hold my, since I hadn't seen it three times in theaters, I'll hold my opinions until the <laughs> end. But definitely an interesting premise. I was like, this is really not what I was expecting, but also kind of what I was expecting. Um, it showed it to my wife. I know my wife likes this movie. It's not one of her favorites, but she definitely like digs the movie. So right. um, really cool idea. I like it. I like the way that they went with it. And uh Excited to talk about it here today. Yeah, baby. I will say right at the get go, the book is like a hundred times better. I mean, it happens if almost if you're a reader, of the time. you got to read the book. It's like impossible to to nail everything. Like in the film, I think they overall do a good job, but it's impossible to like fully convey all the awesomeness of the book. So I wonder too. You talk about like different pop culture references and stuff from the book to the movie. I yeah. wonder how much it's it was like they're, they're copyrights. All, yeah, exactly. He's all over the board, and they like this film brought like the Warner Brothers like collection, like library. So they basically just had to do like a lot of like Warner Brothers type stuff, like Spielberg. And actually, Spielberg didn't even want them to use most of his films. I knew, I knew that they referenced Spielberg stuff a lot in the book, but. They, they even got Spielberg and he didn't want to like reference some of the I was stuff. I so. like the one notable exception it's towards the beginning. The T-Rex, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's so yeah, there was a lot more. And there's like a, it's almost a lot nerdier too in the book. There's a lot more like uh, early video, like 70s, early 80s video game. Mm, nice. Arcade type, a lot of Dungeons and Dragons stuff in the book. But still, it's far by far superior. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. What have yous, absolutely. <laughs> Well, like we talked about, you want to jump in? Let's jump. Might as well. Might as well jump. Great opening song. Yep. Probably one of Van Halen's. Well, it was their only... I feel like Jump was like their only number one hit, maybe? It's possible. I, it was like one of their only like chart toppers, even though they had a lot of popular songs. But anyway, uh, jump over the opening credits, and we jump right into Columbus, Ohio. 2045. 2045. So not much further. That's right. Just a little over 20 years. And the stacks. In the stacks. Which are just <laughs> those like shipping containers stacked up on top of That's, each other. Yeah, it's not just a clever name. Nope. Um, Wade uh, Parzival is his avatar. Mm -hmm. Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan, that's right. Young young buck, young whippersnapper. Young whippersnapper. He's explaining that uh, he was orphaned. He mm -hmm. lives with his aunt. Yep. And that Ohio is the fastest growing population. That's right. 
and that uh, holiday or holiday, excuse me, and Morrow started Gregarious Games, which created the Oasis. That's right, and those were headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, as well. Yes, um, like totally unrelated, but I saw a commercial for this, and it was timely. This uh, VR stuff that they're doing with the metaverse, mm. like it's basically looks like they're trying to turn it into the Oasis. Absolutely, I was <laughs> definitely. And it kind of concerns me, but it kind of excites me at the same time. Yeah, some stuff looks cool, but yeah, other stuff you hear like horror stories and it also weirdness. I feel like I mean, it's pretty safe to say we're we I'm we're up like you know a couple decades behind it, but at some point, uh, Skynet is going to come oh, self-aware. Yeah. Like we're oh, yeah. we're in trouble. Uh, we're, our days are numbered for sure. Yeah. So anyway, everybody's getting into the Oasis that Halliday created. It's a complete free for all, basically, where anybody can do what they want. They can right. go bet. They can do casino stuff. They can climb a mountain with, with Batman. Batman, yeah. <laughs> they can do a ton of other stuff. So, and this is where, like I said, it's like damn near impossible to keep up with all these references. Oh um, yeah, I'm and like, there's so many characters. See characters walking like I saw Battletoads, Robocop, Marvin the Martian, Hello Kitty. There's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, Wade logs in. Parzival logs in. He goes to meet up with his buddy H. H. On Planet Doom. And he's fighting a couple of uh, uh, horror villains that we've talked about on the show. There's one. Well, there's one I saw that I hate, hated seeing Jason go down. Jason and Freddy. H, Freddy. Kills, H kills both of them. Was I'm he fight? Sure. Okay. He shot. I think he kills Freddy first. Yeah, he does kill Freddy first, but I hated seeing Jason go down. It's just unfortunate. Mm hmm. Um. So anyway, Wade's like, "Hey, come on, we got to get ready for the race. We don't get to find out totally what the race is about yet, but mm-hmm. he's getting there with right. the exposition dump." Um. Also important to note too, we talked about last week. Great soundtrack. There's some great songs in oh, this. Hot jams. Everybody wants to rule the world. Yep, that's a good one. Low key, one of my favorite songs of the '80s. That's a great one. So, Wade's continuing to explain like there's some artifacts that um. Halliday, which I'm going to call him basically Garth from the rest of this movie. He does look like Garth. He's like one, the way he acts and talks and looks. Played by Mark Rylance. Yes. Great actor. He is. Um, when he passed, when Halliday passed away in 2040, he left three keys. Mm-hmm. And whoever finds the three keys gets the Easter egg and control of the Oasis. That's right. So all this basically like unlimited amount of worth to whoever can crack right. his riddles inside the game because he's like a, they said the trillionaire i feel like at one point uh yeah definitely well, he like makes a joke he's like you millions i mean like billions or trillions yeah what he says but he's definitely got a lot of money it's definitely at least billions oh for sure so with any good you know story like this where somebody can control things so first off somebody found a clue which is a race mm-hmm. um gunters or egg hunters is what they're right. they're called um and then the sixers the They're nameless, the numbered, IOI, IOI, bad guys. The bad guys. That's right. They do a much better job in the book explaining the bad guys. I feel like in the book, they're just kind of like, you kind of know they're bad, they look bad, but like they just kind of like, they briefly mention them. Yeah, this is one of the, when I was jotting down my notes for the plot and stuff this time, they, uh, there's definitely some stuff that it's just like they kind of throw it out there in the movie. Yes, a lot. And just like slap it in like, oh, here's this. And it's something that is kind of a big deal. Yeah. That you're like, okay, wait a minute. Like, 
yeah. where did this come from? There's a lot more setup with like James Halliday and like the creation of the Oasis and I would definitely him and uh, Ogden Morrow, who's basically his business partner, and so like they, they they set up the Oasis a lot better in the book and like how people like grow up like because like Wade was basically. They're like they're so addicted to the Oasis because they've lived their whole lives with it. Like it taught, it basically like schooled him. Yeah, they do like online school and stuff. I mean, it's just it's so unique and such a great idea. And yeah, it's just a lot better. Like you said, the movie just has like a one big exposition dump at the beginning. They do well, and it's there's a few other times too. I noticed when I was writing it down this time, like some relatively I feel like key events. There's all of a sudden yeah. like, oh, this happened. Like, wait, what? Like, where yeah. where did that they, come from? They, they put some flashbacks in. Uh, gotta tell you though, I I had seen this guy before, the guy that plays Nolan Sorrento. I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, was it Ben Mendelsohn? Yeah, I had, I know I had seen him in other stuff. He's but from Australia. He does a tremendous job at being a he's, a, a weasel in this I movie. Totally agree. He's he's a great Nolan Sorrento. Great heel. He's um he's in Captain Marvel. He's one of the uh, that's right. Is, is he a scroll or a Cree? What are they? I forgot they're uh, called. Scroll. One of the, I think. Like, the changing people that that I race. I think it was Scroll because Scroll were supposedly the yeah. bad people. Yeah, weren't they, they? Right, they ends up not being a bad guy. Spoiler alert. Yes. But yeah, Ben Mendelsohn. Um. So right out of the shoot, like we we dive in again. We continue with the pop culture references. Um. Everywhere. They're going. They go to get set up in this race, and a, his buddy H has got Bigfoot. I love it. The yeah, the old Bigfoot. The, the, I loved that. But then he's like, "Hey, I saved a spot for you." And Parzival's like, "Oh crap! I don't have enough gas, so I got to go to the back and hope that people crash so he can collect their coins because right. coins are basically power in this world." Right, and Parzival is basically like penniless. He has like nothing to his name. He's yeah. just scrapping to get by. But what does Parzival drive? The DeLorean. The DeLorean. Great choice. Yeah. And then we get, uh, not necessarily immediately, but this lady pulls up next to him on a bike. We find out. A lady. It's Artemis. Ooh, it's a lady. It's a lady. Yes. She's on a motorcycle. On her Akira bike. Some great references. The cars in the race. Yeah. I saw an A-Team van. Saw the, the old school Batmobile, like the Batman 66. The most important, though. Christine? No. <laughs> Way more important than that. I'm trying to think. Well, is it Speed Racer nope. car? I, had to, I mean, I'm sure, I saw all those. Uh, what else is in there? It's not one that's racing. Oh, it's not racing. It's not racing. It's one of the obstacles. Oh, yeah. I know. Okay, yeah. The Porkchop Express. The Porkchop Express. Coming at you. I remember, uh, like, freeze-framing. To... Remember that? Like, when this came out, we were, like, sending some screenshots. Oh, yeah. I had to pause that one, but I showed my dad. He was pretty excited. He's like, really? Like, what, they put that in there? I was Isn't like, that crazy? What a just throwaway, like, no one would even think to pause that. But it totally says Porkchop Express. Oh, it's 100%. The hot yeah. ass. Yeah, it's, man, it's great. It's so, I was like, I remember the first time I was like, was that? Because I think when we saw it in theaters, we both kind of looked at each other like, okay, that's a semi, like, they wouldn't just have a random semi. Like, was that? That was on purpose. And then when it came out, we both like, oh, <laughs> look at that. I'll be darned. Um, the T Rex too. Obviously, yeah. we, we mentioned that Spielberg. One of the uh, one of the other obstacles, and then King Kong. That's right. Jumping around, building to building. Jump around. Looks I like all of the. I will say, you know, we talked about Parzival and Artemis's um, avatars looking kind of weird, but like overall, the the digital stuff that they do in this movie, 
I feel looks very, very good. Totally agree. I'm like, I feel like if I would be watching like a CGI movie, I'm kind of taken out of it. But yep. in this movie, I'm not at all. Like it's, it's, I'm buying every, every bit of it. They do, they do a very good job. Yeah. I'm like you. I'm normal. I'm like, eh, that's, that's too much. Spared no expense. This is also one of the few movies that I like. Not necessarily. I'm not on if I say preferred, but I really liked it in 3D. Like it was yes. like an accent 3D. I totally agree. I'm usually not a big 3D guy either, but it made sense for this one. Like 100 percent of the time, it gives me a headache. Like I just want to leave. And this is a long movie too. Like I didn't mm-hmm. realize this was almost two and a half hours long. God, is that long? Jeez. But it did not. Yeah, it flew by when I watched it. When I had my, I remember when I had the the glasses on for 3D. I was like, man, this is really like it's just cool. It's really well done. But anyway. Um, Ray starts getting down to an end, and King Kong busts through part of that road. And Parzival, yes, he's smitten already because it's Artemis, and he has a crush on her, apparently. But she's a legendary gunter. He also tries to save her because she's not going to make it. And King Kong just snags that bike and just tosses it right back to her. After crunching it. And she's not a happy camper about that. Nope. Not at all, even though he saved her. But Parzival uses his connections with H., and says he'll go back to the H's workshop, get the bike fixed. Very kind. Uh, do you know what a Harkonnen ship is from? Uh, Harkon- Harkonnen? Harkonnen, Harkonnen, whatever you want to say. It sounds like Doom. It is Doom. Yeah, the Harkonnen name. <laughs> Full space and time like a mother. <laughs> that is pretty lame, though. Like, he's showing off all the stuff that H has, trying to impress her, and yeah. H is like, Okay, this is all my yeah, stuff. Showing off my stuff. I mean, to be fair, if I was a high school kid and I was interested in somebody, I'd be like, hey, check out this stuff that my friend has. Right. <laughs> Let me... It's not mine at all. Uh, and they start trying to quiz each other, too, about their knowledge of Halliday. And we get one of the shout-outs, one of the greatest games ever made, GoldenEye. It's true. However, Odd job. It, it's very disappointing that Halliday preferred to play with Oddjob. That's like a total cheater move. Well... Slappers only with odd job, Lame. terrible. Yeah, that's no good. But I'm glad it. Colton and I got the shot out at least. Um, I also made a note of this. I think everybody can admit that we've had hot pockets in our life. I don't think anybody's above a hot pocket. But somebody saying that their absolute favorite food is a hot pocket, I don't care how nerdy they're trying to make this guy sound. No way. That's bizarre. Zero percent chance that's happening. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Buggles too. Ra- video killed the radio star. That's right. That's a good song. You know who else does a great cover of that song? President of the United States of America. I enjoy both of yeah, them. It's a good one. They're very, very solid. That's a good one. Was that on the Wedding Singer soundtrack? It was. Yeah, yeah, it's on some soundtrack I had Same back one, in the day. Actually, <laughs> matter of fact, it was. Um. So anyway, H is working on the the bike, and then he's just like, "Hey, what would you do if you win?" And he starts talking about like building a mansion, like stuff that somebody that a doesn't, normal, yeah, yeah, high school kids that would. doesn't have any money wants to do. And she's like, "It's not going to work that way because what happens if IOA tries to offer you money and blah 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 blah?" So it's just setting up basically that he's not fully committed, and she's going to push his boundaries. Which great, lovely, don't care. <laughs> right. Um, did the X1 commercial seem totally like a 90s commercial to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I like at first. Did you ever see the. Uh, it was Crossfire. Crossfire! It totally reminded me of the Crossfire commercial. You get caught in the dead. Good call. I had Crossfire. I wanted Crossfire. It was good stuff, man. It not Definitely not as exciting as they make it out in the commercial. So it's like a spring. You put the balls in. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. 
and <laughs> it like kind of shot out. My quickly. cousin, my cousin Ryan got it for Christmas one year. I was like, we were playing it. It was awesome. Me and my brother played it all the time. Of course, he would always win because he's older than me. But I was just, I remember thinking like, oh, this commercial, like it's gonna really come flying out of there. And it's like, it was no hungry, hungry hippos. No classic i don't want to call you a liar but your hippopotamus doesn't seem nearly as hungry as mine (laughs) trash talking and hungry hungry hippos is the best so we got back um to alice that's his aunt and rick which is Mm, her boyfriend that's right uh yeah happy yeah rick punches wade in the face because he's like "I, i tried to use your stuff and i ended up zeroing out and wade's like call the cops i'm like Yes, please actually call the cops. Like, yep. you're this guy's guardian. You should be calling the cops when somebody punches him in the face. Right. But his aunt is, like, mad at both of them for some reason. Well, Wade took her gloves, and so Rick had to use these, like, crappier gloves. And then apparently used all of their savings to win some challenge. Right. And lost. And so, yeah, so they're both. But, I mean, let's be honest. Like, of the two... Rick is clearly yeah, right, more yeah. in the wrong. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. This kid didn't make her make him use all that money. Yeah. Agreed. We also didn't mention it, but I'm pretty sure there's some great product placement in the background here. I can't remember if it's the old school Dorito bag. Yes. Definitely. Saw that, that that pops up a couple times. I love it. Wasn't there a P- old like Pizza Hut one too? Or Pizza Hut was at the very beginning. There okay, was a, that's some, what they was. were doing like a drone Pizza Hut delivery. I know you're. I love it. You I always keep an eye out for that stuff. I wrote those down. For sure. I knew, I, I was like, I need to remember this, but you see how well I remembered it. Old school Doritos, baby. Uh, Wade's trying to sleep on the washer and dryer. Yeah, there's no way. That's impossible. There's you, no way. You could not sleep on that. Not if, I mean, especially not if they're running. No, no, yeah. Like, that's not even like a vibrating bed in the old hotel room that would get you to go to sleep. Uh, but anyway, he's like, all right, he's having a bit of a pity party, and then... Decides, okay, I need to go in because she mentioned something about Halliday hated playing by rules. So they That's go right. to, basically, it's the library, the resource center of all things Halliday. Where you can watch any clip of Halliday. Is that how that works? I don't, Apparently. It's crazy. And the curator mm-hmm. is there to help him out. Right on. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. I'm a big Simon Which Pegg we're fan. not supposed to know. At this no. Time. He like kind of disguises his voice a little bit. He just speaks in a normal British accent. Oh, well, yeah, which is his own voice. But yeah, he, he makes it a little bit... You know, I didn't... When it's I first saw different. it... I didn't realize it was him when I first saw the movie. We'll say that. I'm a, I'm a big Simon Pegg fan. I don't know. It's... Is it safe to say you had him pegged? I did. Hey. Look at you. Just come... Yeah, buddy. Fire him with both barrels tonight. <laughs> Um, so they go back. For some reason, he picks a certain scene. I don't know why he thinks to this one. Particularly, they don't really explain why. He's like, I want to go back and watch this one. But uh, he pieces together from the scene that uh, Halliday said something about. He's just like, I just want to go backwards fast. Yeah. Like, I really want to go back. I want to go back really fast. So he's like, okay, that's what it is. So the next race is getting ready to start. And he's keeping it to himself. But he's like, all right, I'm going to go backwards. And he floors it to go backwards. Mm-hmm. That was the key, man. Yep, he goes under the drace and gets past King Kong. He does. Gets the key. He gets the key. Fetch yourself a key, Padawan. (laughs) And we cut to the board meeting that Nolan is talking to, and Mm -hmm. they're obviously upset because IOI didn't find the key. That's right. Nolan's rattling off, you know, typical business jargon. And uh, I, 
maybe this is a hot take here, but he, there, he's like, all right, one of our first things we're going to do when we can roll back some of the rules and restrictions, we're going to have 80% advertising. Yeah. I said that's basically what YouTube has become. Yeah, that's a good call. It's, and it bums me out. Yeah, pop, like ads just pop up everywhere. And I don't know about you, but when that happens, like 100% of the time, I'm not going to get whatever that product is. Oh, Unless it's yeah, something never. that's like basic needs of yeah, never like toothpaste. But even then, I'm like, I'm finding a different freaking toothpaste. You interrupted my video. Yeah, advertising on YouTube has literally never worked ever. It's so obnoxious. It I watched weird. a comedy special last night, and it was, it was a twenty-five minute comedy clip, and there was like eight interruptions with Lord have this mercy. stupid like, it's always beer commercials, or now it's like these Google uh, recognition ones. Like I get the Google face recognition thing like eight times. Oh, I'm like, Lord, dear God, <laughs> let it go, please stop. So anyway, eighty percent of the screen. Is what lot. can be covered before people start having seizures. That's a lot. Set the bar. <laughs> Set the bar low, my friends. That's great. Uh, and then Parzival, since he got the key, he gets a bunch of coins, so he goes shopping. Yes, he does. He picks up the Zemeckis cube. He does, but my personal favorite, the holy hand grenade. What's that from? That's from Monty Python. Monty Python. Python. You're, yep, man. that's right. That's right. And he gets one of he gets his own X one suit. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. He yep. has a, a full body, which basically, we didn't say it, but the X1 suit is like, if somebody touches you in the Oasis, you feel it. That's right. Which can be a detriment. Comes into play later. It does. I feel like that would actually, I, I would not want that. Yeah, why would you want that? that why would, would you I want mean, to I, feel the pain? It, I understand a little bit, like maybe like a vibrate or something like that. Like an old school, like I know the Sega had something a long time ago. You could hook it up and you would feel... If you played Mortal Kombat, you would feel like a vibrate on your chest if somebody punched you. <laughs> but I'm like, even then, I'm like, eh, like yeah. the novelty wears off after like two seconds. I guess to be like totally immersed into what you're doing, I guess that makes sense. But I don't know. I just I don't understand. It is weird why you would want that. Anyway, so Nolan then goes into the Oasis, and his avatar is like, <laughs> it's Superman, right? Is that what it's supposed to be? It's supposed to be like a dark, a dark, dark Superman. Superman. He's like, okay. Yeah, he's definitely a Superman. Is that explained in the book or? No, I don't think he. I don't remember them. I don't think he has the Superman. I could be wrong. I don't think he has. I don't think they call out his uh, his uh, avatar in the book. Okay. I don't believe. I just I was never sure what it was supposed to be. I can't I can't recall, but I don't think it is. But he goes to meet Irock. I love Irock. TJ Miller. TJ Miller. So funny. How are you doing? If you could stand a little bit to your left, I've got this thing in my neck. It's like carpal tunnel, but of the neck. <laughs> he is—he always cracks me up. First movie I ever saw him in was *She's Out of My League*, and I—I I didn't oh, know yeah. about him before then. Yeah. Oh my god, he cracks me up so much. Dude, he's great in this. He is like—he doesn't have a whole lot of lines, but they're all pretty, oh, pretty yeah. funny. And he tells Nolan that he's tracked down the orb of Ossovox. Ossovox. Don't say that again. Three things I hate: <laughs> steampunks. <laughs> Whatever yeah. the other two were. Pirates. Yeah. Steampunks, pirates, and something else. But the Orb of Ossovox, level 99 magic spell over any area. That's right. So, come into play later. Seems a pretty important plot Does. piece there. It <laughs> seemed extraneous at the time. <laughs> um, so, then we cut back, and again, more exposition that Wade's like, uh, the other members of the crew, like, he gave Artemis a hint. She figured it out. 
uh, or no, Artemis figured it out, and yeah, then he Artemis gave saw H. Him. Yeah, he gave H the hint. Gave and H then, a hint, and then H tells Daito and Sho. I lo- I don't like Daito and So in the in the movie. Did you see what vehicle So was driving? Show was he driving like Show. an old old Camaro? Old Trans Am. Oh, the old Trans Am. That's what it was. The okay. Bandit car. The bandit. Okay. It's a missed opportunity to not have Snowman Cletus and Jerry Reed in there. <laughs> Two back to back episodes. Got him in. <laughs> Definitely missed it. I don't know. Those characters just don't do it for me. In the no, movie. they're like they're throwaway characters. They're definitely throw. Yeah, they're, they're definitely barely in it. And... They're like uh, almost like MacGuffins, but not as yeah. powerful. They're just kind of there. Yeah, I agree. So, cut back to Wade doing some soul searching about the clue because the clue had something to do with the creator that hates his creation. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to figure out, and he's going back and forth and back and forth. And then he goes in, and he's going to go into the research center again. That's right. I appreciate this too. Like we talked about this movie earlier in the show, so everybody surrounds him. First off, Beetlejuice popped out. I, don't I know wrote if you saw that. that. Yeah, Beetlejuice and Goro. But Goro, did you appreciate the fact that the Goro avatar is the Goro from the movie, not the one that way it looked like in the video game? Oh. So this movie that was this '90s lame action movie that, I mean, admittedly it's kind of you know cheesy or whatever, but it's like the standard bearer for Mortal Kombat movies. I guess I didn't put that together, honestly. It's just okay. made me laugh. Fair enough. Gives the alien gag, too. She pops the alien out. Yes, that was very nice. And then the Clark Kent outfit. Clark Kent glasses. Also also a nice touch, but only wears it for five seconds. Absolutely. Immediately sheds it. (laughs) To go watch another scene. Watch another clip. Uh, Find out a little bit more that Sorrento was an intern. That's right. But basically just a coffee guy. Yeah. Didn't really do much. Makes a great latte. Does. Um, and we find out that Halliday went on a date with Ogden's future wife. That's right, Karen Underwood. Karen Underwood. Not to be confused with Carrie. Oh, and I never put that together. Not to be confused Carrie with Underwood. Carrie Underwood. <laughs> um, so they just kind of chit-chat, and Parzival's like, okay, this is the only time she's mentioned, so this has, it has to have something to do with her. And the curator's like, no, no, there's, there's no way. She's super important. So I think... This is when the curator kind of figures out too, like, hey, this may have something mm-hmm. a little bit deeper meaning. But That's right. most importantly, out of this, the curator gives Parzival. They make a wager. An extra coin. Yeah, that's true. Parzival wins, so he gets an extra life coin. Doesn't know curator. it's an extra that's life true. At first. He does not. He's just like, thanks for the coin. Yeah, he tries to give it away. He tries to give it to Artemis. Yeah. And Artemis. Um, She's clearly using him, too, for his knowledge at the beginning. 100%. Like, like she has no interest in him whatsoever. Yeah, she was straight up rude to him in that garage. Yes. And then once he figures it out, she's like, you know something. Yeah. You know, and then uses him and then goes with him. And then she asks him out on a date. Yeah, to the dance club. Thursday, the dance planet, whatever it is. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. It had a lame club name. And so then we go to Parzival getting ready. And trying to don all those outfits. He tries the Duran, the Duran Duran. The Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai. That's a weird freaking movie, man. Great movie also. It's a good one, but it's weird. Super weird. We also get our second Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, sir. Poster in the background. Poster in the background. There's some great posters, but that one specifically. The movie poster right behind uh, Wade. I thought there was one. It's not, but I thought it was a Goldie Wilson. It's... Uh, it's like a play on it, isn't it? Yes, exactly. But it's um, it's what's his name? 
Will Wheaton. Oh, that's right. It's Will Wheaton because <laughs> uh, Will Wheaton becomes, gosh, what is it now? Will, does Will Wheaton become an actual politician in this world? Oh, I didn't know they that. They chose Will Wheaton because Will Wheaton does the... Uh, he's referenced in the book. Is he? Okay. But then he also does the... Uh, like you can buy the audiobooks and Will Wheaton reads them, which is also cool. Oh, okay. So like he... like I can't remember which... It's like chicken and the egg. I can't remember which, which came first, but... I I know he's at least referenced in the book. I'm and glad you're here to tell us that because I was... I, I'm like, oh, that looks like Goldie Wilson. It's a, it's a Goldie not... Wilson poster, but yeah, I think Will Wheaton is like becomes like a mayor or some... Or politician, maybe. Interesting. Can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> who's first lady? Jane Weinman. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so they get to the planet. They get to the dance planet or whatever the club thing. And Irock is there too. And he got love. He pulls them and he's like, "You should leave." That's right. <laughs> Harley Quinn. There to scope out their avatars. Um, I don't know what that cat is that takes the A picture. Cat lady. Yeah, yeah it's was, very uncomfortable. She's weird. Yeah. I don't. I don't care for that. I don't care for it either. Um, I feel like there were some other ones too that I noticed. Joker, like, Joker, and Harley Quinn were yeah, there. Yeah, Joker and Harley Quinn. I the Battle Toads pop up like eight times. They're, yeah, in this. they're all over this movie. I feel like there's maybe a Turtles. I don't know if it's here, but I, I know saw, there's Turtles later. Yeah, I saw Leonardo earlier, and then yeah, the Turtles, all of them later pop up. Can we also just point out the fact that they use the wrong Turtles? The Bay Turtles, I totally yeah. You need to use the '90s mm-hmm. live action or the cartoon Turtles. Yep. It's only too acceptable. I'm just gonna assume it's because of the, the way the CJ was made. CGI probably. was made. It was probably like an easier <laughs> they, transfer. But they also probably had it more recently too. They're yeah, like, exactly. Here we've got the files for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> do whatever you need. This with will it. be easy to plug these guys in. And Artemis explains to Parsifal that she's like, "Hey, I think this is where the next clue is because apparently that's where they went on their virtual date." That's right. And she's like, okay, we didn't take the leap, so we need to take the leap into the zero gravity thing, blah, 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 blah. Really, again, don't. doesn't pan out. It's not really correct, but she's like, maybe we need to have a dance off or something like that. I got to give it to my man, Dancing Rick. <laughs> my man. Do the applause thing again. Dude, the Bee Gees dropping yeah. the Staying Alive. Staying Alive. Love it. Great. great. Yeah, great needle drop. Great touch. Um, this is where the X1 suit too, like she's dancing up on him and he's a little creepy about it. Very seductively. I didn't, I didn't care for that part. I didn't, it was, it was kind of bizarre. It's, it's strange to me. Indeed. Uh, but Wade lets his guard down. He's, uh, he's only known as Parzival so far. Dude, he's a nerd, man. He's like falling hard. It's classic. H warned him too earlier. He's like, you don't know what these people are outside. It's very true. He's, yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't have the experience. He doesn't know any better. But it's just hard to watch. You're just like, dude, you're falling. you telling this girl you love her already. And yeah. Like, spilling the beans about your info. Come on, dude. I mean, who knows? Artemis could be but, set up into a trap and have that whatever that guy is to catch a predator waiting for. Like, you, oh. know, you, you never know. You never know. Chris Hansen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and Artemis, like, rightfully so, she's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you can't tell me your name. You can't be doing no, this that's stuff. that's right. She tried to warn him. But also, again, she's still clearly not interested. Definitely not. Like, not having it. She's she's in it for herself. And Irock, also eavesdropping, hears Wade's name. He hears Wade's name. So he knows that after listening that he has an X1 suit and his first name, mm-hmm. which will come into play later. Yes. And then the IOI crew, the Sixers, show up and they start trying to shoot up the club, mm-hmm. knocking people out. Uh, thankfully, 
we have the Zemeckis cube. Yep. Did yeah. you also like? I personally, I love the fact that when he throws it and it starts going back, you hear yeah, the you get the little jingle, the yeah, little yeah, Back to the Future. Yep. It's my, whenever my sister texts me, that thing plays. It's perfect. I love it. Um, they get away though. They get they get out and they make it back. And she again rightfully kind of flips out on him and explains like, hey, part of the reason that I'm as upset as I am is because my dad ran up debt. They kept running it up. He couldn't work it off. He got sick and died. Yep. In a loyalty facility, I believe they're called. Yes, sir. Iowa loyalty facility. So. Real world consequences. And yeah, now we know why she's so hardcore about it. Which is, I, again, I makes feel like sense. That's fair. Yep. But also at the same time, like you know, don't run up that debt. <laughs> Classic mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, Nolan's obviously upset. He's like, "How come they didn't die?" And Irock's like, "Your plan, which to be honest was lame and stupid, <laughs> and my plan, which would have been fantastic, <laughs> worked out gloriously." But he's like, "Hey, don't worry. I figured it out. It's Wade." Watts. Wade Watts. From the stacks. Mm-hmm. Columbus. He recently purchased it, so he cross-referenced, got that all that figured out. Very intelligent. Good move. Speaking of characters that I don't care for, too, like, I feel like she's kind of thrown in here a little bit more. The finale Oh, finale. Lady. I like she, finale. I like her, but I feel like she's only sprinkled in sporadically. Yeah. And in, in the movie, it's just kind of like... Here, go. And she gets a little bit of screen time, but I don't think she gets enough. That character is not in the book. so that's, She's not? Okay. That's probably why she feels under underbaked. It just seemed like... They threw her in. I don't know. There's definitely some stuff this time when I'm, I'm watching. Like I said, it's like this. They could have they could have gone a little further here. But, but that's me criti- criticizing a Steven Spielberg movie with all of my hey, Academy like Awards and Oscars and Emmys. something and, like very unique about Finale. I really like it. So, Wade goes to log in to the Oasis next time and sees that he has a call waiting for him from Nolan. Nolan Sorrento. And Nolan tries to trick him, and he's got the IOI. He's playing it cool. I get it, man. Pop a tab cola, listen to some Duran Duran. That's right. We want to digitize the John Hughes library. Oh, great. What did you like about John Hughes? Ridge Ridge High or uh, Faber? Faber, that's right. Come on. <laughs> it's also... I, I'm glad that he points it out, too, because he says no to the offer of the salary and like the bonuses and stuff. And he's, yeah. He just immediately flips to bad guy Nolan. He's like, yeah. wow, that's really quick to from pretty casual to maniacal all of a sudden. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty fair. Right. And then immediately goes to blowing, killing him. I'm going to blow him up. He makes him the offer, and then he's going to kill him. So... Tries to blow him up. Uh, obviously doesn't work because Wade has his little gaming area, but unfortunately, Ant, Rick, everybody else in that stack, they go. they're gone. They got blown up. So you. <laughs> no matter how many times I see this, too, like he comes back, he's trying to warn H and everybody else, and that dude with the face tattoo like pops up behind oh, him. Oh, God. And chokes him out, but like he stares into the camera and it like dissolves. That guy is like, so that's one of the worst parts of the movie. It's like this is so weird. That guy is so lame, and that tattoo is just ugh. All right, so here's my question to you. We ta- we've talked about it here. He wakes up, finds out it's Artemis and her people mm-hmm. that have snagged him. 
Could they really not have like gone a different way, like about procuring Wade Watts? Could they not have gone a different way? How convenient is it that they live that close to one another? Yeah, right. And then why is she all of a sudden interested in him? Yeah, she's like being nice now. Like what changed? I'm with you, man. I don't, I just, none of that adds up to me. And this is the first of like many times that I'm like, okay, that was convenient that they happened to be that close. I mean, you could argue because that's like the epicenter of all this, like James Halliday, IOI, like everything's right there. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a movie, but yeah. But there's definitely, there's a few times I'm like, okay, come on. So I feel like in the book, she's from like Oregon or something. Yeah. maybe, Maybe one of the guys is from Oregon, but. I feel like in the book, she's not from Idaho. <laughs> so they're chit chatting and like, oh, this is nice and this is great, and they almost smooch. Yeah. But at the smoo- point of smooching, yeah, she, that's when she realizes she figures it out. That's the clue. He had his date and he didn't take the leap. Another one of my least favorite parts is when she like figures it out. She's like, oh, I know it. I yeah, know. I hate that part. Ah, <laughs> Eureka! <laughs> right. Um. So I don't. We haven't talked about this. So they go to the library and they're like, "All right, what movies did he see?" And blah blah blah. So they figure out it's The Shining. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I've ever asked you this. What are your What are your takes on The Shining? Do you want to hear uh, something funny? I've not seen The Shining all the way through. Okay. Have you read the book? No. Okay. So you have. Okay. I'm like I'm. I've I've seen more of the made for TV Shining movie. Oh yeah, with the dude. The from guy Wings. from Wings. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I've seen more of that than the like. But I've heard like that's way that's more the Stephen, faithful. Yeah, that's the Stephen King one. That's the like the legit Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King approved. hates. Obviously, this movie tells us Stephen King hates this. Yeah, Kubrick one, Stanley Kubrick one. Not a fan, even though everyone else loves it. So I have seen it. I've seen it a couple times. It is definitely a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And he does a great job. Um, I don't know. Something about that movie does get under my skin a little bit. Like, it's... it's super creepy. I don't, I don't get scared at movies, but there's some... I can remember... I don't know why. 1408 with John Cusack, of all That's people. That's right. I have seen that movie. That movie, like, when I saw it in theaters, I was like, man, this is kind of... I don't know. It kind of messed with me a little bit. Like... I don't remember it that, was that well. a Stephen King short story. Um, and then The Shining. Like, I can remember when I saw it the first time, I was like, I don't know what I just saw, but it wasn't what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just, we hadn't really talked about it too much. So I was like, I need to I need to get your opinion on I need to read on that and watch it. Audio record. Yes. You know what else I noticed this time? And I actually did pause it. I broke my own rule. What's that? They were going into the movie theater, yep. and there were some posters up. Oh, what'd you see? So there was The Shining. There was another one that I can't remember, but on the left, it's the only reason I know this is because I've come very close to buying it for the basement. Emperor Ming. Oh, Flash Gordon? Flash Gordon. Nice. Which does make sense, because they came out in the same year. That's awesome. So I was like, oh, Flash. Ah! Savior of the universe. Um, <laughs> also... I don't know. I go back and forth on this part. Like, there's parts of it I think are interesting, but then, like, the part with H is like, I've never seen it. Is it scary? Like, I have to watch it through my fingers. <laughs> like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I like the H stuff in this one. But some of the other stuff, like, so they go through. H doesn't know. 
the twins pop up that mm-hmm. I think everybody kind of knows. Yeah, about. everyone knows what that's from. The blood elevator stuff, right. like all all that stuff he knows about. Roomed. I, so I know in the book and the Stanley Kubrick movie, the number's different about what room number it's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. it goes to two, room 237 um, with the naked lady that's dying and decomposing, but then gets chased in the maze from the end of the movie mm-hmm. with like a giant zombie lady and yeah. Jack Nicholson's character chasing him. And then they pull him out of the freezer, which how... I say him. How do they know that H was in the freezer? Yes. And then also they're like, they found the second key. Because the whole thing, when they come in, there's this time limit. They need to find the key. Right. And we don't know where the key is. But all of a sudden, one of Daito or Show found it. I'm like... This is a fun scene, but it is a mess. You you nailed it. It's like, none of it really, never really it doesn't makes add sense. Up. Yeah. None of it adds up. It's crazy. It, they, they do. I mean, they do a good job. Like the look of the hotel from the movie. Yes. Like they nailed that. And the soundtrack and that, like that stuff's all great. All of that is perfect. But yeah, I'm like, I'm watching it this time. I was like, okay, like wait, what now? Yeah, they tried to like they tried to like fool you with an amazing scene, and it, it yeah, it doesn't really work. So they figure out they have to go into this ballroom, mm-hmm. and there's zombie dancers with Kara. Kara, that's right. So, I, and at one point, they at, least, they at least recognize it because, like you said, they point out that Stephen King hated the movie, mm-hmm. but they're like, "This scene, this didn't happen in the movie. Like, there's no zombie dancers." And they're like, "No, this is ha- this happened in the book." I was like, "Oh, okay," because I had no idea because I obviously haven't read it. But apparently, there's a scene, not probably as animated, but there's a scene where there's a bunch of dead people dancing in the ballroom. In what book? In the Shining book. Oh, the book of the Shining. Yeah, I gotcha. sorry. Keep up. Keep I thought up. you were referring to Ready Player One. I was like, no, this is definitely not from the book. <laughs> you, uh, that, you, you're way off, actually. That did not happen. I haven't read either of those books. Well, how much? Uh, by the way, you said there's some differences. So, like these first, I feel like you told me before. The challenges that, are totally different. Yeah. Okay. Every challenge is different. Like, um, like all three of the keys. I'm trying to remember the last key. The last key is the same. Okay. Weather Planet Adventure. Okay. That's that's definitely the same. But yeah, the first two are not even close. The first one, I don't want to ruin it for people that haven't read the book, but the first one, he basically has to like play like an old arcade game. Okay. In this like Dungeons and Dragons related like world. I can't remember the second one, but it's definitely not The Shining. Okay. I, I remember you telling me they were different, but I don't. I, I was like, I don't remember what they were. And there's like more stuff too. Yeah, like, they had to like to find keys. There was like other things and. Like, I know, I remember one was, like, that he had to, like, go into, was it Ferris Bueller? He has to, like, go into, like, an 80s movie and basically has to, like, replay. Like, he has to, I think he's Ferris Bueller. And he has to, like, hit all the lines and stuff. and like to, So like, it's a similar idea yeah, of going into a idea. movie, yeah, but right. it's a different movie. Okay. I think that's what it was. I just, I was always curious about that. But anyway, so they all go to get the key, but for some reason they get teleported out of the movie yeah, theater. Like only one person can do it at a time or something. So Artemis is the one that goes, and she does all the hard work, like jumping on these zombies to get to her. and Care to dance? Care to dance, and that was it. That's that's how she gets the next key. Right. And here's a clue for the third key, and IOI also realizes shortly thereafter that Parzival had gotten it, so he clearly went in next and got the key. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously very upset about that. Because he's supposed to be dead. He's supposed to have been blown up, sir. He's not dead. And they track face tattoo. Oh, God. 
from the drone. That's what he gets for having a terrible tattoo. Oh, yeah. Like, Easily, easy to track. And you're just walking out in public. Like, you have to know. <laughs> I love it, too. He's just buying groceries at yeah. like a farmer's market. Some produce, you know. <laughs> just a pretty nice little Saturday. That's right. They come busting in, coming in hot, mm-hmm. and capture Artemis. Yep. And she's like, hey, go. She sends Wade out. She's like, get out of here. Go to the go to the lot or uh, alley or whatever. Okay, great. So Artemis sent out a notice to H, and we find out that H is not a dude. That's right. It's a lady. It's a girl. And Helen. Her, dad, her like, dad calls her H. You look like a Helen. <laughs> Helen, you're in sales. Um, I'm also again. I'm just gonna say this. Like I said, we try to be positive. H in the real world, mm-hmm. watching it this time, not strong. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, you know what? I'm okay with H, because Saito uh, and Show really bug me. I like Saito and Show in the real world more than I do in the I, Oasis. I can't stand the little kid. Sh- I can't stand the real little kid. Show. Yeah, that's fair. He's not funny at all. No, like his lines not. are so cringeworthy. They're tough to hear. <clears throat> And again, I swear, this is like the fourth time this happens in like the second half of this movie. So they pick up Wade. Wade meets H, or or, uh, Daito and Sho. And he's like, okay, we've got to get Artemis out of the IOI facility. And at some point, they're like, well, IOI found the third challenge. All right, like how? How did they find the third? Like all of a sudden, it's just like, and they're there. Like, okay, all right, I guess we're we're jumping into the third challenge then. Yep. So Artemis had begun her sentence. She's working IOI, trying to work off her debt, and Nolan and IROC activate the Orb of Asavox. Orb of Asavox. It puts the barrier up around the third challenge, so it blocks everybody out of the third challenge. It's that's in the right. Oasis. No one can come take a shot at the the uh uh what's the Atari Atari Wow yeah the Atari that's the good. Atari game. Um, which I gotta say, you know, that's that's smart planning. Yeah, that is a good move. You block it off. I mean, you, I mean, you got you're holding the cards here. It's a great move. So, thankfully, though, when Parzival was talking to uh, Nolan the first time, he got an I get, figured out how to log into his rig. Right. He saw his boss man sixty nine was his password or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So they fi- he figure out or uh, H figures out how to hack in and make it seem like they're in his office. Yes. Which I, I'm thinking of at the time I was like, okay, that's really cool. But then I'm also thinking to myself, so they had to put avatars on that look like Wade right. and Daito. They're yeah, they're reeling, they're wearing real world avatars, which is weird to think about. But I'm like, okay, so if you can wear real world avatars why has nobody else in the oasis done that so far (laughs) right so i'm like okay that's kind of a hole yeah and they would also have to do the same thing for nolan right because he would be coming out of i've just like i'm looking at this i'm like don't think about it too much it's a cool idea yeah like i think it's smart what they did but i'm like the execution little leaves a little to be desired agreed uh, so anyway, they use it to figure out which holding cell Artemis is in. He spills the beans there. They figure out how to hack in, and Parzival Wade helps her get out. But in the meantime, Nolan figures out after he sees the reflection that he's like, "Hey, I'm still still in." Still in. Finally gets gets his gear off and like, okay, so now he's he's out and he's also upset because he's like, okay, he's figured out what they're trying to do. Right. 
Um, <clears throat> Artemis also says, okay, where's his office? So she goes to log in That's right. to his rig. She's going to take down the shield. She's going to take down the orb of Asavox. <laughs> Figures it out, which Kegel exercises yeah. and Nancy <laughs> Drew. Yeah, Nancy Drew books. That's what it was. There was like a shot at him for Nancy Drew books. They're really really coming at him hard. But that's I'm going to be honest with you. I read some Nancy Drew books back then. I feel like I did too. Because I was big into the Hardy Boys back in the day. And there was some like Nancy Drew, Hardy Boy crossovers. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give Nancy Drew a shot. And they were okay. Another blast from the past, not totally related, but one that I can remember that were in our first or second grade class, Amelia Bedelia. Oh, yeah. Amelia Bedelia. I remember reading some. I couldn't couldn't tell you what any Amelia of them. Amelia Bedelia. But that name, I'll never forget Great Amelia name. Bedelia. Yeah. Great name. Um, so, yeah, as Artemis logs in, she figures out what's going on. And Parzival puts out an APB to everybody in the Oasis. He sure does. He lets everybody know what's going down. Like, hey, spells it out for him. Okay, no big deal. H activates the Iron Giant, which I felt like was an interesting choice. I don't like the Iron Giant. I don't either. Yeah. Not a big fan. It's not cool. It wasn't in, I don't think, uh, you know, maybe it was in the book. Yeah, it probably was. I, I just, don't, but yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. I, I just, ever, like. A lot of people love the Iron Giant, though, which is. Which is interesting. I feel like it's a love or hate thing, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just I, I remember when they showed it the first time, like, all right. like. I think I was a little too old for the Iron Giant. Maybe. I, I mean, I feel like I was the right age for it, and I still am like, mm, I'm good. Yeah, I don't love it. Should have done Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um. So they're getting ready for the big showdown, and they're we've got the Halliday experts that work at IOI. They're trying to piece together what game needs to be played in the atari because that's what they figured out that's what what's what it was i love the ioi the ioi experts like all the nerds i actually love those characters so here here's my question and my wife kind of put this out there too and i was like yeah that's a good point so they work for ioi all of these researchers work for ioi but they're like gurus on halliday mm-hmm so they'd have to know that halliday probably wouldn't be happy that ioi would be taking over mm-hmm so, like, I feel like it's a conundrum. And then at the end, they're all celebrating when Parzival gets True. far enough along. So I'm like, again, I started thinking about this. I'm like, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Right. They're like, I feel like they, like, sold out for the money. Must be. But then maybe at the end, they're like, this, you know, actually, this is probably like a better scenario if this yeah. other dude wins. Yeah. Hey, hard times, daddy. <laughs> hard times. You don't know what hard times That's is. That's hard times. <laughs> So one of the experts figures out that it's adventure. So the guy starts playing it. And they're like, all right, it's been over a minute. So mm-hmm. they figure out adventure is it. They got the right game. And they take. she takes down the orb. Artemis sure is does. also able to take down the orb with some ball that is able to project her voice. and really. Artemis is the key to this whole thing. Yeah, she really is. She goes in to the belly of the beast. In enemy territory. Bold. Goes in his office. Yeah. Like, gets in, like, hacks his rig. Then gets like then goes down to like the floor, yeah. like the war room they call it, I think. Where all the rest of the guy, yeah. like the tons she's of them, are super exposed. Out. Like yeah, yeah, she's in danger, and then takes down the orb. Like she's MVP, man. It is also very fortunate that pretty much everybody at IOI is about the most oblivious person oh, that yeah. you could possibly yeah, imagine. Lot, hey, there's a lot going on. But you know what? <laughs> also a fun '80s trope because that happens a lot in '80s right. movies where That's the true. bad guys are always oblivious. That is true. So I'm I'm down with that. And 
we're not gonna take it. That's right. <laughs> Twisted sister going on. There's another like this is another one that I I have a hard time sometimes. Like I kind of want to pause it just to see, but I see Battletoads again. Battle, the yeah. turtles I saw. Yep. Um, I gotta say, I saw Chun Li from Street Fighter. Oh yeah, leading the charge. Yep. So this was one too. Like in the movie, it's it's a fun like little side thing. So H throws Parzival, Wade, Chucky. Oh right, Chucky. I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. But then he like tosses it out, and like five or six of them go. I'm like, honestly, that's not very going to be very beneficial because, especially in a virtual setting like that, like somebody's going to figure out what everybody knows that Chucky is the stupidest horror. Villain in the world because it's a friggin' doll. That's awesome. I cannot stand the people that are like, "Oh, that movie is so scary." I'm like, no, it's not. It's a friggin' doll. Right. Sorry. It's, I just, do, it's a good like comedic scene though. It where, is. Like, everyone's like screaming and like getting attacked by Chucky, and that's pretty. Funny. I did like that. It's Chucky. I hadn't had a chance to get that child's play Chucky thing off my chest though, out in public. <laughs> I needed to say that. Child's play is kind of lame. It was like it was a it was a cool idea. Yeah. Which I feel like really is how it got started, but the child's play films, like in the, on the whole, are not great. I agree. Preparation <laughs> it does, does not feel, feel good, good on the whole. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so for some reason too, this was super frustrating. This last battle, they're like all Daito's not in. And he's what is not... he doing? I, he's like meditating before yeah, the battle. Yeah, I, I don't understand. That drives it. me crazy. I and, and I have a lot of problems with his whole scenario here at the end because he just sits there they're all fighting yeah and then um nolan start or turns into mecha godzilla because he has that which is dope yeah absolutely great move so in the in the book i think they turn into the uh the voltron oh really the the voltron lion and stuff i think the bad guys use the voltron lion great which is awesome but Daito comes in and then he activates his thing, which I can't remember what I, I looked yeah, it up. Some before. Gundam, yeah. yeah, some Japanese animation, and he kind basically of, a transformer kind of. He attacks for a while, but then like shows like you only have ten seconds. You only like yeah, and, that was weird. And then he shrinks and then like totally, like really doesn't do anything. Yeah, he just kills his avatar. He's like minor inconvenience that like takes somebody out right. that didn't fight at all, and then he takes himself. I'm like watching this, and I was like, that's dumb. Yeah, Daito has a very different ending in the book. Okay. Is it better? or You don't have to spoil it. It plays better. It okay. plays much better in the book because there's like actual stakes involved with Daito and Sho in the book. Yeah. But yeah, like in the movie, there's just not enough time. They're just like throwaway characters. Yeah. Like in the book, it's like they're actually part of the part of the plot. Okay. So. But I guess it's a good thing H does have the Iron Giant because he smuggles... Artemis up, mm-hmm. and Artemis is able to take Mecha Godzilla out. That's right. Shh. Takes out the eye and throws that little like mad ball thing. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing those, but yeah. I just, I looked it up before where it was from, but I could never remember. I remember those. Blows That's it fun. up. So Nolan pieces together like, hey, she's still in here. She's still in. So he starts looking for her. Mm-hmm. And again, this is part of a problem that I have with this. So. They go in the in the battle. Um, Parzival, Artemis, they're all trying to charge to get to the final challenge. Um, Irock shoots the Iron Giant, kind of knocks H down a little bit. That's right. It's they like st- shooting is like 
fingers. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was it was weird. It was definitely strange, but they're they're able to get on that side, and then they hide after they are. Um, it's show that throws that like ninja star that cuts off yes. Irox's arm before he's able to shoot anymore. I think that's the crawl. Like the, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's the crawl. That's right. That old like fantasy adventure yes. movie. But they're all hunkered down behind that barrier, mm-hmm. and they're talking and. Artemis is like looking around and Parzival's like, hey, I see that you're you're looking at something that's not here. So he knows she's in trouble, but she refuses to leave. And he's like, what are you like? I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I'll shoot you or whatever. I'm like, what was her plan? Like, to me, she accomplished all of her objectives. Yeah. Why wouldn't she get out? Just get out of there at that point. Yeah. that Yeah. I totally agree. Because like all she could do. Yeah. She's like. At that point, you're like, you don't need to sacrifice your actual life. Like, yeah. You've done enough. Like, let yeah, let these guys who are safely somewhere. Yeah. The rest. And then, she, like, he shoots her. And she, like, it's a big deal for her. He's like, no, no, don't do it. And then he shoots her. And then Nolan's about ready to find her. And then that other guy's like, hey, you know, get back in there. That's right. It's like, basically confusing her for another. Classic. And then she is able to run out after that. He's like, hey, and, get in there. And then she's yeah, like, all right, see ya. Immediately runs to the van for safety. I was like, oh my God, I had a problem with that. And I also was kind of like, okay, the van should not be parked that close to the no, headquarters. No, agreed. But. Danger zone. We'll get we'll, we'll get there. Most importantly, though, the holy hand grenade finally comes into play. Yes, it does. Is the holy hand grenade in the book? I don't think so. Okay. Pretty sure it's not. I've, I, I mean, it's a great inclusion, in there my is, opinion. There is definitely a bomb. There's like a cataclysmic bomb. Yeah. But I don't think it's the Like the hand. one from the end, or? Oh, yeah, just the one from the end. Okay. Not the holy. Gotcha. Hand, not the holy hand grenade. Uh, conveniently, the holy hand grenade takes out all of the Sixers and the portals that were there, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, the guy who was playing Adventure, he wins the game, but he loses the challenge. That's right. Because he didn't do it right. That's right. It's not about winning the game. It is not. It's not remembered how you played the game. <laughs> Who won, but how you played the game. That's um, So, Parzival goes, and he's like, all right, so here's clearly what it is. Like, they're trying to get to the Easter egg from Adventure. And at that time, the Nolan and Irock show up, and they've got that, like, world-destroying bomb, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll show this like that's a total camper move. You don't, you don't know how hard I worked on this. That's awesome. They have a bit of a, a scuttlebutt, but they detonate it. They what's his uh Parcel hit them with the Oh you can Oh yeah Street Fighter move. Yes. I was, I really popped for that. That was I awesome. did appreciate that. That was great. That's a good point. But yes, you're right. The bomb Bomb does off. get detonated. Everybody's destroyed. Everybody, even Sorrento. Yep. Everybody gone. But the, thankfully Somebody had their extra life coin. Extra life. Parzival's back. Respawns. He's back and starts the final challenge. And then for some reason, it just gets streamed. Yeah, everyone can watch it. Yep. Even though the dude that was playing it before, it didn't get streamed. <laughs> but now this is getting streamed. Yeah, that is funny. And Artemis wanders around and H picks her up, which... H is like, red hair, looks like she doesn't know what's going on. That's clearly got to be her. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, how would you know? Like, what? <laughs> how does this, I, none of this tracks. That's awesome. And again, she's too close to the headquarters because the drones pick up the van. Yeah, right, right. 
So I'm like, okay, so now you've got all kinds of trouble, but obviously the plot wouldn't be nearly as exciting if it was simple. And so Parzival narrates the entire thing, the final challenge, like here's what it is, blah, 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 finds the Easter egg, and he wins. And he goes to get the key, and it it, it does make me laugh. So he grabs the key, and then he goes to open the door, but I, the IOI team and yeah, um, him. Finale is hitting him, and he goes to grab it and falls over <laughs> the anorak or whatever. He's like, well, do you want it or not? <laughs> so, that is good. Great timing. I love it too. And a little bit later, when he's like showing him the like the reset button or whatever. Oh yeah. He's like, try not to uh, reset it on the first day. <laughs> um, Wade warns everybody that they're heading to, if they're heading to the stacks to please come back them up, basically. Right. Like, okay. And he's able to finally unlock the final door, and it's filled with literal gold and a golden egg. That's right. Great, happy days, but. Um, in the meantime, Finale also manages to break into the van. Yes, she does. She breaks in. She beats up Dido. Beats him up and all this stuff, but like almost immediately gets knocked out and falls hard. Super hard. That was a good stunt. That was, yeah. I was like, man, that's like head trauma and back issues for the rest of your yeah, that life. Looked, that looked rough. Without a doubt. Um, so then, yeah, and, uh, Halliday's trying to get Parzival like, hey, go ahead and sign this contract. Everything's yours. And Parzival's like, no, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. That doesn't jive. And Halliday's like, all right, hey, I was just testing you. To each their own. I was testing you. And now you've proved that you, you can handle it. You have chosen wisely. That's right. Uh, takes, uh, takes him up to his room. Sees the room. I saw a Rush poster. Yeah. I saw this, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark poster, that I believe. That Rush album poster is referenced heavily in the book, I remember. 2012? Yep. Russia <laughs> And then this is what you're talking about. Like, all right, this button shuts the Oasis down, and it hits that. <laughs> Try not to shut it down on your first day. <laughs> he, that's what, like, he is 100% Garth to me in this. Yeah, that's like, pretty awesome. That had to be what, like, the plan was. Like a smart Garth. Yeah, that definitely could have been his inspiration. Excuse me. I'd like to get by now. <laughs> so, after all that, Nolan finally causes the big wreck. Yes. Everything goes down, and the stacks try and surround him, but Nolan lets everybody know that it's Glock o'clock. That's right. He's got, <laughs> he's got a gun. He's got a gun. Get out. <laughs> and. <clears throat> Halliday is like, hey, you know, basically he's he's looking for the egg in his room, but he's telling Parzival, like, I really wish I could have fit in more, and mm-hmm. I created the Oasis as a way to get away, but reality's better, blah, blah, blah. You know, basically unplug people. Like, yeah, he's like, you don't need this. You don't need this, long term anyway. And he hands Parzival the real egg, mm-hmm. the real golden egg. This has bothered me from the first day I saw this to oh, even when I watched it now. Oh, okay. Nolan has been doing everything he can. He blew up a stack. Oh, yeah. He's killed people. Killed hundreds of people. Killed so many people. Parzival has the egg, and he doesn't shoot him. Not to mention that, but, like, he opens the door, and, like, uh, Parzival's got the egg, so it's gold. But he can't see the egg. Like, Parzival's no. got the visor on. He can see the egg. He can just see, like, maybe, like, a gold reflection. Yep. But he's like amazed. He like stopped in his tracks. He's amazed because he's too late. But 
I just yeah, like, it's, it's I'm like weird, just shoot him. Weird character motivation. I just do not understand. And then immediately too, like so he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. And as we see later on, he's like trying because finale they picked up finale too, and he's like, all right, finale, it's important. Listen to me. Like he's gonna try and hatch some other scheme to get it back. I'm like. You killed people. Yeah. You had one more person to do, and you couldn't literally couldn't pull the trigger. It is that is bizarre. It's just so strange. So anyway, after that, Halliday leaves the room after a little bit of insinuating that he's like AI now, basically, and right. he's dead, but his subconscious is in. I was like, it could have gone somewhere, but really th- throw it in really last minute here. Definitely. And Wade gets out and then immediately opens the door to Ogden Morrow. That's right. He's Simon there. Pegg. Old man Simon Pegg. Old man Simon Pegg. I have some friends here that want to talk to you. <laughs> and then the next people open the door to the cops like, we need to get your statement. And then the lawyers open the door. <laughs> A lot going on there. Um, no doubt. But Very Goonies feeling ending it to was. the film. Yeah. It was. Um. And it was nice too, like you know, heartwarming. Like, hey, you found out that she was the key. Like, no, you were, Mister Morrow. You were the key. You were his best friend. That is strange. And he's bummed out that, you know, things went sideways. Like, okay. I guess. Whatever you say. <laughs> um. So they and then he last little exposition dump. Wade, they the high five. Yeah. The That's group. the crew. Yep. They're gonna be in charge of the oasis. Uh, they shut it down two days a, mo- a week. That's right. So people can get out in public, and they also have Ogden on as a creative consultant, basically. Yep. To um, I like that hire. I was like, that's smart, especially for a quarter. No kidding. That's that's money well spent. <laughs> uh, and basically, you know, all's well that ends well, happily ever after. But I feel like most importantly, you make my dreams come true over the do, credits. Do, do, do. Is this an Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but that's it. I mean, that I powered through that. I feel like pretty RPO. quick. RPO, right? Was, one. There's a lot of that stuff. That's pretty good for like a three-hour movie. Yeah, I tried to keep it kind of light because there's a ton of stuff that happens. Yeah, you, I think you did a good job. And a lot of references that we probably glossed over, but a Brazilian references. <laughs> Overall thoughts on the film. Overall thoughts. I saw this a ton in theater. I loved it when it came out. I was obviously a big book fan. Trace times. That's right. Uh, one of the times that I will say was a total accident. Like me and my cousin Mark went up to Chicago for a Cubs game and it got rained out, and like we had like the train tickets. We're like, you know what? Let's just let's go see let's go see Ready Player One while we're up here. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I um, you know overall there were like a lot of different there was a lot of differences from the book the movie. I feel like the changes were overall pretty good because you know you can't have a five hour movie, which would have translated all the book material, but. So yeah, overall, I thought it was very entertaining. I thought Spielberg made some good choices. Some of the characters are a little kind of annoying, but uh, you know, like great job with all the references, great soundtrack. You know, pretty still pretty entertaining, I would say. Yeah. Um, like I said, sometimes writing it down and writing plot stuff down and actually thinking about it gets me to go like, okay, wait a minute, like. I don't know. And I will say this. Like, I remember when we saw it in theaters and I got it, like, immediately after it came out. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie. Yeah, me too. I was all on board. The further I've gotten away from that, I definitely like it less than I did initially. But that being said, like, I still... Super, super fun movie. Um, definitely one that you kind of, you know, shut your brain off a little bit and just kind of enjoy it for what it is. No doubt. Um 
I also feel like this is a movie, and maybe you're not like this, but I feel like this is a movie where you need to be in a mood to watch it. Like, I don't think I could throw this one on at any point in time and just watch it for fun. I'd agree with that. But still, overall, like I said, it sounds like a little bit harsh, but I still very much enjoy this movie. I, I like it a lot. I love all the references, the music. Um, it's just a fun, eighty like, throwback 80s kind of story where you probably, you know, don't need to overthink it. And if you do, this is what happens. But <laughs> overall, I like I said, big, big fan. All right, good stuff. Should we go to the MVP? Let's do it. Okay. Why don't you go first? This is tricky for me, honestly. I'm trying to think of my MVPs. Um, I think I'm not going to get a lot of opportunities to do this. So I'm going to give it to Simon Pegg. Okay, Simon Pegg. Ogden Morrow. And that's partially because I feel like this movie is very balanced Mm -hmm. for the people that are in it. Nolan is tremendous. I think he's a great bad guy. Great bad guy. But I like a lot of Simon Pegg movies, and I'm just not going to get a chance to show him much love for the time period that we cover. So it's a good choice. I'm going to give him, give it to him. Good choice. I my my MVP of the film is Nolan Sorrento, mm-hmm. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, great bad guy. He is a tremendous bad guy. He really shines as the villain and like makes you really hate him. And not that. Not that the the kids in the film are like you know terrible. I think that the Artemis, that chick, is actually a pretty solid actor. Mm-hmm. Wade Watts is fine. He's okay. Yeah, I think H is fine. The yeah. show inside of just or yeah, Dido, whatever his name is, kill me. Yeah, that total yeah, waste. I think overall Ben really uh, is doing the best work here, doing the heavy lifting. So I will give it to him. I contemplated giving it to. Um... Halliday too, just because like the I oh, realize it's not yes. like him totally. Yeah, good call. But there's some great lines too, and like very subtle yeah. stuff. He does like, a good job. Very funny. He does a good job. You're right. Good so. call, Mark Rylance. Big shout out. What about scene? Okay, scene. Oof, man. I really like how we had started in the beginning with the race. Mm-hmm. We see all like the car references and the dinosaur, the pork chop express, King Kong. Yeah. It's a great tone setter. I'd go with that. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan too. I'd have to say like that would be my one A, but one B maybe. Um, the like final battle, them charging the yes. the castle too. Like yeah. just again, fun. Obviously, a battle scene, the Mecha Godzilla stuff, the Delorean, Chucky, mm-hmm. turtles. Like there's a, a bunch of stuff in there that you, if you really wanted to, you could probably find a million different little Easter eggs in there, but. Um, right. I feel like you have to have something, either the race or something where you see a bunch of characters and you kind of be like, oh, what's, like, what's that? What's that? What's that kind of thing? <laughs> no doubt. All right, you ready for the rankings? Let's do it. All right, where are you throwing this guy? This is film number 64. Film 64. Um, it's going to add to another area of cluster here. 4.8. Okay, 4.8. It is below Teen Wolf, though. Low Teen Wolf. You're putting this ahead of Wild Wild West, your f- actual favorite movie? I am. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. Hard to imagine. All right, let me update the board. Below Teen Wolf, ahead of League of Their Own? Correct. Got it. You are correct, sir. Ready, player one. 
4.8. This is weird. I don't know if has this ever happened before. You put it at number film number 32 out of 64. Okay. I also put it at film number. What did I say? 32? Yeah, 32. Yeah. I have it in the exact same spot. I gave it a I gave it a five point four. Interesting. So it's just below the rock and just above point break. How about that? Thirty two. And that that's strange. I don't think we've ever had that before. So we're halfway halfway there. I mean I guess technically That's crazy. Big dude. trouble in Little China. We both have a six point nine. Yep, that's true. So the number one, that's easy. That's crazy. This interesting. might be our this might be our one one same same. Very interesting. Well that's fun. It's a, it's a weird, wild stuff. <laughs> Johnny Carson reference. <laughs> Two of them. Uh, dated reference. Oh, yes. All right. Well, that was good. good That's stuff, good stuff, man. man. Um, well, what do you want to do next time? So, I think I think it's time. I told you, I've, I've been in the, the mode. Let's get into the Halloween spirit. Let's do it. Let's, Let's start watching some horror. Let's do it. I'm in. Um, how do you feel about doing a lesser known horror film? Let's pick one I haven't seen before. I just happen to have that. Available. Tales from the Crypt. Look at you. I forgot you got the cup there. I have the Crypt Hello, keeper. kitties. <laughs> <laughs> so we are doing Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood. No, I'm oh kidding. My, I've seen that one. I have I have not seen With that one. Dennis I'm, Miller. <laughs> I almost watched that one because I was like, I haven't seen it. But I we're going to go with the other bigger Tales from the Crypt film that's, that's right. personal... I've seen it several times, but I'll leave it at that. But we're going to do Demon Knight with Demon a K. Knight. Demon Knight with a K. Okay, with a K. So K-I- K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-K-I-